If you have your Bibles, open up to Matthew chapter 24. I'm going to read verses 12 and 13. Matthew chapter 24, verses 12 and 13. This is a very familiar scripture to anybody who's been in church for any length of time at all. This chapter is one of the best known and more preached chapters in this day and generation that we live in. But I do believe that the Lord has showed me something this morning that I've never heard preached. <laughs> and I've never preached it. Come on, somebody. So let me, let me get into this. And because the iniquity or wickedness shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Verse number 13. But he that shall endure, look at somebody say, he's talking to you. Until the end, the same shall be saved. Father, we come before you right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you, Lord, to do what I cannot do myself. Father, I ask you, Lord, to possess this vessel. Lord, speak what you want spoke, that your anointing would destroy every yoke under the sound of my voice this morning. Father, I ask you, Lord, if there's somebody here that does not know you as Savior, Lord, that you would pierce their heart with your word, God, and cause them to know that time is drawing to an end. Lord, that they need you more than they need anything in this world because without you, they won't have their next breath. And Father, I thank you, God, for your word. I thank you, Lord, for the lives that will be changed today. And Lord, I give you the glory, the honor, and the praise of everything that you do. And all God's children said, the title of my message tonight is, Guard Your Heart. Look at somebody and say, Guard Your Heart. Okay, let me get another drink and we'll get right into this thing, Brother Howard. How's that? Praise the Lord. This, this chapter here is known as one of the last day chapters. This chapter right here, everybody that opens up the text, amen, begins to preach about the last days, and rightfully so. Everybody, amen, that I've ever heard preaching, and every time that I've ever heard, every time that I've ever preached it, I've preached about the, the things that is written in this chapter, but, I, but there's one thing that I seem to have overlooked uh, along the way, and the Lord showed it to me this morning. So I want to, I want to, I want to get this in you one more time. Look at somebody say, "Guard your heart." Look at somebody else say, "Guard your heart." Now, 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 let me break it on down. Amen. In Matthew chapter 24, amen, the disciples came to Jesus and they began to ask Jesus, amen, when shall the last days be and what shall be the signs of thy coming? So we know that we're talking about the coming of the Lord, amen, and then we begin to talk about, let me just break it on down, go through it just as fast as I can go through it so we can go eat this and then go eat that. Can you say amen? I want you to understand here that in Matthew chapter 
for. Uh, amen. Jesus began to tell them. Uh, he said, there are going to be many come in my name uh, uh, saying I am the Christ. Uh, we've heard it. We've heard it. We've heard it. Uh, we've been, uh, we go a little further. Uh, we find out. He said, there'll be wars uh, of rumors of wars. Uh, and we've heard it. And we've heard it. And we've heard it. Uh, we go a little bit further. Uh, and we find out that they're going to be uh, a phantom. Amen. Starvation. Uh, and pestilence. Uh, amen. And disease. Uh, Amen. We find out uh, all these things going to take place in the right last day. Uh, amen. And we will. Uh, way worse than what it is right now. Uh, amen. We preach that this is happening right now. Uh, I come here to tell you it's not happened yet because uh, the first seal is the Antichrist. Uh, the first seal, i got to just let that be known. Uh, the first seal in the book of Revelations uh, at chapter 6 is the Antichrist. Uh, that's the first thing that Jesus said uh, that was going to take place in the last days. But how many knows your last day might be today so you still need to prepare for the coming of the Lord. To be absent from the body is to be present from the Lord. Can somebody help me tonight? Then he goes on. He said, amen, there'll be pestilence, there'll be disease. He goes on to say they'll, they'll bring you up amen to be persecuted amen for the name of the Lord. And then we get about right here where our text is. And then he says, let's keep it in text. He says, the love of many shall wax cold and accept thou endure until the end thou shall be saved let me break it on down amen he talks about amen the abomination of desolation he talks about the stars of heaven falling amen and learning the parable we preach about all these things brother Howard but what we don't preach is this right here what we don't preach is in this time it's going to be so wicked in this time, amen, the, the hardest thing that it's going to be is to guard your heart and not let that evil into your heart. Because how many knows when these wars, hatred begins to get in your heart? How many knows when starvation comes, amen, it begins to get in your heart? I ain't going to give you my food. Why do you think he threw that in the middle of that? Because it's hard to guard your heart when you're hungry and somebody won't feed you. Ah, come on, somebody. It's hard to guard your heart. Amen, when they're making war with you and you still got to love them. It's hard to guard your heart when people dying all around, amen, from diseases. It's hard to guard your heart, amen, when people are dying, amen, all around you, amen, and they're looking to you for help, amen. It's easy to say, no, I'm not going to help, amen, but the Bible tells me, amen, now people take this and twist it all up, that ain't what it's talking about, but the Bible tells me that if my brother asks, I 
time to give it to him. How many knows that that includes in this last day? How many knows that there's wickedness on every side? Amen. In this generation that we live in, amen, people coming against you, people doing all kinds of things that they shouldn't be doing. People say things that they shouldn't say. Amen. And we get blowed up and we get mad. We don't want to talk to them no more. Come on, somebody. You better guard your heart because if you let that stuff in your heart, you let that unforgiveness in your heart. He said that if you don't forgive your brother, I won't forgive you. But yet we sit in the church, we hear it preached, we hear it preached, and we hear it preached, but we never move on what we hear. Oh, I'm talking to some people. I want you to understand that in the day that we're living in, the hardest thing that it is to guard is your heart, not to let unforgiveness in, not to let hatred in, not to let jealousy in, not to let envy in. Can somebody help me? I want you to understand, Howard, he's saying it's going to be so bad. Only those that keep their heart pure. Only those that endure through all this that we're going through. Only those that still keep the love of God. Only those that, that's what he's saying by endurance. Only those that still keeps their garment white. Only those that still loves their brother as they love themselves. I don't care what your brother does to you. You're to love him. Jesus loved me while I was yet in sin. He loved you, amen, the same way. He loved you when you was getting drunk, Brother Ray. He loved you when you was taking pills. He loved you, amen, when you was doing all kinds of sin that you shouldn't be doing. He still loved you when you was mocking him and making fun of him. Can I go a little further? I didn't keep you very long. I'm really not. Let me go a little bit further. We read about all this. We read about all the signs of the last days. And we preach about all these things of the last day. But we miss this right here. We miss this. That we must keep the love of God in our lives while all hell is breaking loose around us. We miss that we must keep the love, the peace, the joy of God. And I must love my brother as myself, even when my brother is making war with me. Oh, my gosh. I'm preaching to you. Amen. We've got to keep the love of God. Amen. We've got to guard our heart, guard our mind, guard our spirit. Amen. Because if we don't guard our heart, amen, when these things happen, amen, and we ain't even got to this, we just got to somebody talking about us on Facebook and we get all tore up. Ah, let me break it on down. You get all tore up because somebody said something about you on Facebook. You're not going to make it in this time. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. If you get all tore up and upset at your brother or your sister because they said something, and bless the Lord, they don't even take that anymore. They didn't hit like on my post. That's the truth. 
We get all tore up over the stupidest stuff. What are you really going to do when somebody gets up in your face? What are you really going to do when they bring you up, that's right before that, to be persecuted for the name of the Lord? What are you going to do when they stand you up and they tell you, hey, I'm getting ready to shoot you. Are you going to love them, have mercy on them, have compassion on them and say, hey, I, I, let me tell you about Jesus. I, let me tell you how he changed my life. I, let me tell you how he made me love. I, amen, because I can't even explain it myself. I, hey, I, I used to hate people like you, but now I love you. Come on, somebody. We need the love of God. Amen. Now, who is? Yes, Lord, I hear can I go a little further? Let me let me let me take you on into the next phase. Uh, come on, somebody. Uh, let me take you somewhere else. If we continue to read chapter twenty-four, we'll find out that Jesus is coming for those that endure. And then, there's just to make it real plain what he's talking about, if we'll take out the little twenty-five and understand Jesus is still talking. See, because we break it all up, you know, we put chapters and verses in there, so we think something new's happening. But he didn't stop talking from 24 to 25. He's still, it's still in red, it's still important. Uh, he didn't stop talking, he continued to talk. And when he was still talking, he was still answering their question. Woo! We're getting ready to get there. And then he goes on to talk about the parable of the ten virgins, uh, about how five prepared themselves uh, for the coming uh, and how five didn't. Uh, how many knows what he's talking about? Uh, five had the oil. Uh, five kept the anointing. <laughs> Let me break it on down. Five kept the calling. Five kept the love. Five kept the peace. Five kept what they were supposed to keep. Amen. And they couldn't give it to you even when you wanted it because it's got to come from the inside. The oil's got to come from the inside. I can't give you the anointing. You've got to keep the anointing. We're all anointed when we're called. We're all anointed when we're saved. But it's up to us how much of me I lay down and how much of him I pick up and I cannot give you the anointing. Is that all right? Then he goes on. And we know how five got left behind and five went. He's still talking about what they asked him. Then we find out that he begins to talk about a parable. A parable of the talent. He tells us we must be good stewards. Let me break it on down. You've got to be a good steward with your heart also. Come on, somebody. You've got to be a good steward with your heart. And how many knows that the one that was unprofitable and got cast into the lake of fire? He's still talking about what they asked him. He's still talking about you must guard your heart let me kind of go a little further. Then we find out we're, we're, Jesus is getting ready to end the conversation, and so am I. Then we find out that at the end of Matthew chapter 25, he begins to talk. Hey, man, another parable. He begins to talk about the sheeps and the goats. He begins to talk about when he comes, when the king comes back. 
How many knows who the king is? When the king comes back, he's going to put the sheep on the right hand and he's going to put the goats on the left hand. Can I go a little bit further? Then I, well, I ain't going to keep you long. Then he began to say this in the John Miller version. He said, hey man, those to the, he talked, began to talk to those on the right. Now listen, if you're a sheep this morning, he's talking to you. If you're a goat this morning, he's talking about you. What you talking about, Willis? Hey man, if you're born again, you're a sheep. If you're not born again, you're a goat. Oh, come on, don't get mad at the preacher. Get mad at Jesus if you're going to get mad at anybody. I want you to understand that he looked to those on the right and he said, hey man, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. Hey man, I was, I was, hey man, I was, Lord, 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 help me, Jesus. I was a stranger. Hey man, hey man, and you took me in. Hey man, he went on. Hey man, to say, oh my gosh, I should have closed my eyes I can focus so much better amen he went on to tell him he said I was sick amen and you visited me come on somebody he said I was in prison and you come unto me and how many knows I've never seen Jesus have you come on somebody not with my physical eyes I've never seen him so they was in awe and they said Lord when did we see you when did I feed you? When did I give you drink? When was you a stranger and I took you in? When was you sick and I come and visited you? When was you in prison? Amen. And, and I come to see you. And Jesus said this. He said, have you done it unto one of these? My brothers. Look at somebody say, my brother. If you did it to my brother, you did it to me. I've heard preachers say, well, bless the Lord who is your brother. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish. The Bible says I make it a rain on the just and the unjust alike. In some places it tells us, hey man, we have an obedient son. We have a disobedient son. They still sons whether they disobedient or they're obedient, God still created mankind. We all came from Adam. Come on, somebody. So even the ones that's in sin is your brother. Even the ones that's hungry is your brother. The one that's thirsty is your brother. The one that's sick in sin is your brother. The one that's in prison, amen, and they feel like there's no hope, no way out, they're your brother. And you are to go give them food. You are to go give them drink. You are to take them in. You are, come on somebody, amen, to go visit them. You are go and set them free out of the prison tonight. Can I help you? Come on, help me now. I want you to understand that Jesus said, if you've done it to my brothers, See, we like to say, well, bless the Lord. Only my brothers is, is those that's born again. Okay, so your born again brothers got put in prison? Your born again brothers sick and sin? See, there's a spiritual meaning behind all that. See, the one out there shooting dope's my brother. He's, he needs help. 
And if he keeps doing that, he'll probably find himself in prison. And he'll still need help. Somebody. How many knows what I'm talking about? See, we want to love those who we like. We want to love those who look like us. We want to love those who act like us. Come on, somebody. But Jesus said, how can you love whom you've not seen talking about him? When you can't love who you have seen. If you cannot have love and compassion on everybody. Everybody. Look at somebody say everybody. I don't care what situation they're in. We are to love them. And when you start feeling any other way about them, you've allowed this to enter into your heart and you will not make it. That ain't my words, that's his words. You have to guard your heart to have compassion, love, mercy on your brother. Jacob got up and started talking about the love of God, not knowing what I was going to preach. Talking about forgiveness, seven times 70, not knowing what I was going to preach. If there was a time that we left, we ain't even got to when it's got bad yet. I, I, I cannot. Oh my. I want you to just reach over. <laughs> shake your neighbor. Come on, just reach over and shake them. Because if the church needs shook, the church needs shook, we need to wake up. Oh, my, my. We need to understand that if we do not love, we are not going. Boy, it's quiet now. We haven't even got to when it's bad yet, Jacob. We think it's bad. I haven't been thrown in a lion's den for praying. Thank you, Jesus. I haven't been beaten and put in prison for preaching the gospel, although I haven't been took to court. God before me. <laughs> but we, we act like, you know, well, bless the Lord, it's as bad as Psalm Good No, no it isn't. I can find ten righteous right here. But find ten righteous in five cities. It's not bad yet. And you can't keep your heart guarded now. Maybe you ought to just take me home before it gets because I'm having a hard time right now. Am I right, Brother Howard? Is that what the, the word? We got to keep the love of God. Those that endure till the end. Let me break it on now. I ain't changing the word. Those that can love me through all this. Those that can keep the love of God in their life. Through all this, those that do it shall be saved. You see it, right? It's good stuff, ain't it? I saw it. How many knows what I'm talking about? We live in a church world today when a church can't even get along with another church. Come on, somebody. 
The church is getting ready to get shook, Brother Sonny, if something don't happen. Come on, somebody. Now, I believe it's all starting just a little bit, if you ask me. But my opinion don't matter. But this I promise you. You must guard your heart from hatred, from unforgiveness. All these things are the works of the flesh. And if we walk in the works of the flesh, what's the end of us? Death. 